Hey kids, it's time for another Just Another Fanboy Classic episode. This week we're taking you back in time to episode number 34 of volume one of Just Another Fanboy, which would have been posted on or around April 20th, 2007. So there you go. Enjoy! You're listening to Just Another Fanboy, the new and improved podcast with the high-speed internet connection. Just Another Fanboy is a Lynx Broadcasting production and a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. Just like a comic book! Just like a comic book! Welcome to episode number 34 of Just Another Fanboy. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm the loving and devoted Mrs. Fanboy. That's my wife. I'm Karen. She looks nice. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) How you doing? I'm okay. How are you doing? A little stressed. A little stressed. A little stressed. I've been feeling poorly the past couple days, which seems to be of norm. It's just an ongoing saga with you. Well, I haven't been taking my vitamins. Well, we, shame on you. We just started a, uh, you know, a vitamin regimen. Regime. And I kind of stopped the last few days because, you know, we have that little, those little. Days of the week. Days of the week pill, pill thing. Yeah. yeah. And I ran out and I just haven't. Hadn't you know, refilled it. It's like I go to my pill sort and I just go, oh, no. Well, because it's, there's like. It's like 93 well, vitamins we a have day. to take. Well, there's, there's a few. So it does take some organize. You have to. Set aside some time and yes. plop them all in there and yes. open up all those bottles. So yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a pain, but I suppose that's kind of lazy. Well, yeah. <laughs> of course, that's... I haven't been taking mine since the first day we got them. I'm a I'm lame. But you know, the reason I'm kind of stressed is you know we've signed up for the DSL. Oh, so it's not just stress because you're not feeling good. Oh well, that's probably a little part of it because you know generally I'm somewhat of a healthy person. You know, yeah. to a certain extent. Yes. And, I, and I your rarely, recent physical and all your yes. lab work proves that. I rarely take a sick day for myself. No. You know, when I'm you sick. You always call in sick because you – and I'm saying that because that's how you call in. Even when you're not sick, you always act like you are. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm not coming in today because I'm sick. But, Whatever. you know, I rarely call Monty in Python sick. Monty Python Marathon. Yeah. <laughs> but the past few weeks, I've had like four sick days for I myself. Know. And it just angers me because I'm going to run out of sick time for the year. Yeah, you are. And I started this and new job and they're going to, I don't want to get, give yeah. them the impression that I'm this sickly man who's going to be True. calling in sick all the time. I know. But that well, has Well, and I think a couple of those have been simply really late nights of doing, doing this oh. that you've had to come home. I mean, you well, you're yeah. sick feeling the next day because you're exhausted because you stay up late working on this. And then you have to get up very early, earlier than the rest of us. Yes. And it's hard to make it through that second half of the day. I mean, it starts to wear on you, hon. Yeah. We always say we're going to start this sooner, but it's what? It's like 930. And so, but anyway, yes, that that leads into why you're stressed as well. But before I get into the DSL, to appease my brother, who made a comment last week about how we're 40 minutes into the show and haven't even talked about comics yet. <laughs> oh, that was like a really good Cartman. That was my Cartman. Um, I wanted to talk about a couple books I just got from the uh, local library. Uh, a couple of trades that just came in the mail because my library is awesome that way. They send they them to me through cool. the mail. I've got the uh, Fantastic Four Books of Doom 
This collects issues one through six of the Books of Doom. It's written by Ed Brubaker, the man, penciled by Pablo Raimondi, Raimondi, and inked by Mark Farmer. I'm only a couple issues into it, but it basically tells the origin of Doctor Doom, one of my favorite villains. Interesting. So, so I, I maybe I'll have a next. maybe I'll have a review of this. <laughs> I don't want to talk comics <laughs> in the next couple of weeks. Well, too bad. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> the other one I got was uh, Batman Year One Hundred. This is uh, written by Paul Pope and with Jose. Yeah, I'm not even going to try that one. But I haven't started this one yet. Apparently, apparently it's set in the future. But when the when the issues, oh my, yes. <laughs> Yes, and Simon looked at the cover, and he kind of looked at it, and I said, well, who is that, Simon? And he kind of looked at it, and I said, that's... Because a a double L is a... I guess. Yeah, so I'm I'm guessing, because a double L in Italian is something different. I always... Jose, I'm going to say, is more Latino, so... Yes. Via Via Rubia. Rubia. I always butcher... But you try. And, you, I wouldn't even try. And you well, always, and I, you always give it a go. And I'm, I listen to, I'm proud uh, of you. I listen to Comic Book Savant, which is another good comic book <laughs> podcast. And he butchers names as well. And he always, he always, uh, always has to make a comment about how he's butchering names. And I feel for you, man, because I'm right there with you. I butcher him too. But you guys but give it a go. I got that one primarily because when the issues came out, they need to spell them um, out phonetically. Yes, they should. <laughs> when the issues were being released. Uh, I was on a message board that Gail Simone posts at. She, I don't know if she posts there anymore, but she posted there at the time. And she was giving high praise to the Batman 100. So I'm happy to finally be giving it a try. I'll, I'll let you know how I liked it in the future. You like it. So there you go, David Cabela. <laughs> There's some comics for you. Now Now on to your stress. My, my DSL stress. So we finally got the modem in the mail yesterday. Woo! And I was like, yay, yay. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, right away, of course, I come home and I'm feeling like crap. Uh-huh. You know, it felt like the onset of a really bad cold. Ugh. It was just an all over. Achy block. Achy. It was like a headache throughout my entire body. Oh, honey. And, but I saw the modem and I said, well, I, I want to get this hooked up because I knew that we were not doing the podcast last night. Right. Which, when we normally do. And I didn't want to mess with it tonight because we had to do this. Right. So I just wanted to get it done. I know. You like to get it done. And I spent like an hour and a half. Fiddling. Fiddling. Got it all hooked up. It yeah. wouldn't work. Well, so, they had told us. Well, yes. But, they wouldn't activate the internet service until Wednesday. Yes. But they also told us that they wouldn't activate the phone service fi- until like five days after I called. And they had it activated the day after. Right. But. but so I know. thought I'd give it a try. But it didn't work. And I called. No, no. The little, the nice little recording said, your, phone, your DSL is not going to be activated until Wednesday by 8 p.m. Thank you. (laughs) And I was like, all right, whatever. And so I was a little stressed about that. And then I decided I'm I'm going to bed, you know. Yeah, you went to bed early. Around around 7 o'clock, I went to bed. Simon was still awake. Mm -hmm. He tends not to stay up late on a school night. but He did not. He was was, nowhere. He was wired. Nowhere near ready for sleep. He had just been getting up and down and up and down and up and down. So... So his room is connected to our room, and I went in and told him I was going to sleep and not to bother me. I lay down. I'm I'm in bed for maybe three minutes, and he comes running in. Daddy, 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 help! Help, daddy, help! <laughs> I was like, what, what, what? What do you need, bud? What do you need? He goes, help find the car. <laughs> he was playing with all his Matchbox cars, yeah. and a few of them had fallen behind the dryer. Yeah. And so I'm standing in his room in my boxer shorts, 
trying to reach between the bookshelf that's next to the dryer. Oh, my. I can picture you doing that. Trying to get these dang cars out of there. And it looked like there were three, but I could only reach two of them. Mm -hmm. And so I get the two of them out. I hand them to him, and he starts counting all his cars. One, two, three, four, five, six. And he gets done counting. I said, is that all of them? And he just kind of goes, ooh. I said, all right, well, if you need any more help, you ask your mom because I'm going to sleep. I'm sick. I'm not feeling good. So I lay back down. As soon as my head hits the pillow, boom, he comes running back out. Daddy, oh, daddy, daddy, help, this. help, daddy, help. I said, buddy, you need to go, you need to go ask your mom. So he runs off to ask mm-hmm. you. Dun, 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 dun. I hear his footsteps through the house. Dun, 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 dun. So I'm laying there and I start to drift off to sleep. And he comes running back in. Daddy, 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 daddy. It's like, what, what, buddy, what? And roll over, ripen the, the sleep from my eyes. Cause it might have been 15 minutes, but I'd finally fallen asleep. Yeah. Well, buddy, what's going on? He goes, I go to grocery store. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> He was already in his SpongeBob pajamas. Yes. He, you know, he were letting him stay up, but in his room. He could stay up, but he'd have to play quietly in his room. And then since he was up, and I needed my oldest, uh, Abby, who's 19, to run to the grocery store and pick up a couple of things, which, you know, if there's any reason not to let your kids move out of the house when they get to a certain age, it's because they're really great errand runners. Yeah. Abby, go to the store. Okay. And she does. And she said... Can I take Simon? And since he was wide awake, I was like, sure. So we yeah, got him so out of his SpongeBob jammies and put him in some, some, I thought it would wear him out, kill yeah. some time, wear him out a little bit, which it did. But, um, put him in his little sweats and his tinny shoes and off they went to the store. Well, but as he's telling me that he's going to the oh, grocery yeah. store, he's, he's about, I don't know, waist high to the bed. And he's oh. just inches from me because I'm laying there right on the edge of the bed. He's inches from my face and he tells me he's going to the grocery store. I said, all right, good for you. I still haven't quite decided if I'm actually dreaming this or not. And he turns around to run into <laughs> his room. And it's at that point that I noticed he's not wearing any pants. No, he was bare bottom. His little bare bottom is just inches <laughs> from my face. <laughs> because I was in the <sighs> process of getting him out of his jammies and into his clothes to go to the store. And I think I must have said, go get Go get something. Go get some socks or something from your room. And <laughs> so you had a little discussion with yeah. him, and he was he was he naked, was bare, bare bottom from the waist down. Naked. Of course, you can't really be bare bottom from the waist up, but that's what we call it in Kansas. Naked. Naked. And he was all naked. And so, what? Like an hour later. Hour. They, hour or so later. later, they get home, and I'm of course in in deep slumber. And I wake up to the sound of you tell, saying something to him. I'm hollering at him. Because I, I wake up to the sound of thun, 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 and you're like, no, 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 don't, you know. Like, what be gentle, be, be easy, gentle. be gentle. And then I hear, daddy, daddy, daddy. And I turn over and he's he's hovering above my face <laughs> yeah, just to show sense. me the big Batman that he had gotten from the store. Yeah, I'd be His, picking up one of those big Batman. Yeah, Batman. it's like 10 inches tall, 12 inches tall. 12 yeah. inches to match his. Hot girl, his Green Arrow, and his Superman. Superman. Yeah, so. so now we're getting a nice collection yeah. of the of the big action figures, not just the little and, ones. And what did he? So ad- and I think they're more, you know, for display purposes because they don't do a lot of yeah. bending and stuff. But you would he think something that big would have more points of articulation. Yeah, but it doesn't. But it's more just for display. But they look sweet. They do. And what did what did he what had he had said to you? Well, when I was getting him back into his jammies to go back to bed. He was like, I don't, you know, he really, really wanted to wake you up and show you his new Batman. And I said, no, honey, daddy's sick. Daddy doesn't feel good. Daddy's asleep. Daddy's sleeping. And he said, he's like, you know, I whisper and I get his attention because getting your attention <laughs> is a social skill yes, that uh, he's learned in preschool because that's one of the things, you know, social skills uh, are hard for uh, or impossible for some children with autism. So he's learned to, 
get someone's attention by tapping them on the shoulder and looking them in the eye and saying their name. So he says, but I whisper and I get his attention. And I said, oh, it was just too cute. I said, and you, okay. And I didn't learn about this until today when you emailed that to me at work and that right. made my day. Right. But as soon as I'm like, okay, you're in your jammies, let's go. Boom, 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 boom. He takes off running instead of being <laughs> gentle and whispering to get your attention. I thought he was just going to jump on the bed and poke your eye out with – the, the, the very, very sharp, pointy Batman ears. ears yeah. um, so I, I shouted out as he was running ahead of me, no, Simon, be gentle, be gentle, be easy. And that's what you heard, yeah. which is what woke you up. The next thing you know, he's on top of you saying, I've got a new Batman. <laughs> and you're probably thinking you're dreaming. Again, yeah, I wasn't sure if I was dreaming or not. But, uh, but he was so excited to show you that. Well, and speaking of making my day. Yeah. What? There's been this song, and I've posted about it over on the boards. The okay. song that I've been trying to download, I've been trying to find. Of course, oh, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't search too heavily. I just I looked in iTunes and I looked in Yahoo Music. But the song from my youth, back in the '90s, there was an album called um, "Stairway to Heaven, Highway to Hell," which a bunch of uh, metal bands from the era had. It was a tribute album. They had like Ozzy Osbourne doing "Purple Haze." I think Bon Jovi did uh, "Boys Are Back in Town." But the one that I wanted was uh, Moby Dick, which is an old Led Zeppelin song, which always – apparently when they did it live – I don't know the song from the, the original Led Zeppelin song. Never heard it. But apparently it was the one that they always did their drum – the big drum solo on. John Bonham did his drum solo. And so the group that does it on the album, this tribute album, they call themselves Drum Madness because there's three – kind of three drummers. That's one is Jason cool. Bonham, which is John Bonham's son. The Another is Tico Torres from – Bon Jovi, and I can't remember the third one. But ultimately, you've got three drummers playing on this song. One comes out of the right speaker, one comes out of the left speaker, oh, and one smack in the middle. And Yeah, I bet you dig that. Oh, the drums just pounding. It's awesome. And I've been trying to look for it, and I happened to mention it. Just out of the blue, I had kind of given up on it. Out of the blue, I mentioned it to a dude at work today, and he goes, I've got that album. Said on tape, I got it on CD. I'll bring it in for you tomorrow. And I was like, yay, yay. So that, and I, you that know, major day oh yeah, sure. I told him I shan't sleep in anticipation. In anticipation. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll throw a little that on next week's podcast. That'd little, be cool. A little drum madness. Share the love. So let's talk about Simon's secret sound. Okay. For those coming in late, every two weeks at Simon's preschool, they have a certain regiment, I guess, regime that they, you know, they have certain books that they always read for those two weeks. It's a, it's a theme. It's a theme. Right. And they also, to teach them letters and the letter sounds, they have the secret sound. It's always a different letter a different every two letter weeks. To, right. And he'll come home with his little sheet of paper to tell us, you know, what's in Which we, we always, don't get like till the end of the first week. So we don't even necessarily know what it is, you know. Well, so I guess I could just ask him. Huh. Yeah. And you, we usually, usually, usually we, do. we do. When we knew, when we, we know, know it's the start of another two weeks, we ask him, what's your but secret we lose sound? Track. And right. he'll say, you know, like, you know, for, and like, oh, that's an S. And then the first thing I do is always say, okay, so what words start well, with S? We do now. Yeah. Right. You, you started on it like Superman, Superman, you know, Shazam, you know, all the, all the comic book characters. And so a few episodes back, we mentioned this mm -hmm. and mentioned that when we get a new secret sound, we're going to post it and talk about it and everybody can help us come up with new, come up with new ones. So the latest one is the letter R. Right. R. And the only one that, well, you could come up with, because I couldn't come up with well, them either, was uh, Robin. Robin from Batman and Robin and the Rhino, the Rhino. which I wouldn't have known of in until you, you just recently bought him that action that figure that you spoke about last week or the week before. So, yeah, I knew those two. 
And, and so then you, it was a blank. You posted about it on the board. Yes, I did. CGSpodcast.com slash forum yes, number two. I did. You can also find that just by going to the justanotherfanboy.com website and clicking on the link that says my message board. But the only one to respond was listener by the name of Modern Lover. And the only one who needed to respond with yes, this he, he gave us quite a few. We've got Red Skull, Ronan, Rick Jones, The Ray, Resurrection Man, Runaways, Red Bee, and Red Tornado. And then the Red Tornado I remembered yes. after I read that. And yeah. I should have known Red. I I knew Red Bee. I have no idea who that is. But the rest of these, who I should have known. Rick jo- is that what it was? Rick Jones. Is that a, like a real name? Yeah, the- he's, he's a Marvel character. Yeah, but I mean, what's his? His name is Rick Jones. That's his name. Oh, okay. He's That's not, not a super. His- he has been a superpowered character at one point for a okay. little while, but he's normally known for. He's the guy that That's not caused- his mild manner. No, he's the guy that caused Bruce Banner to get caught in the gamma bomb and turn oh, himself man. into the Hulk. Okay. So he's he's closely related to the the Hulk comics. Yeah. But, but we appreciate that yes. feedback. That was awesome. I can't wait to find out what the next sound will be and get some more. Thank you, Modern Lover. Modern Modern Lover has a lot to live up to. Yes. To uh, to throw that so, many out again next week. So this this is because we're going to be counting on yeah, you now. Yeah, because this is week two, isn't it? Right. Okay. This is so, week two of our. So next week we'll have another one. We'll have a new one next week, and I'll try to find out what that is ahead of time. I did want to just say that we're taping on Wednesday rather than Tuesday because originally I have a friend who had a baby and I was going to travel to get not too far, about an hour away or so, uh, to visit her and the new baby at home. And I would have had to, uh, leave as soon as you got home from work. And then, it, you know, I had to stop and get a gift and then go on to her house where you visit for a while. And by the time I got home, it would have been way too late to try to do this. Mm-hmm. Didn't get to do any of that because we had a plumber over. Had a plumber over because we had a bad leak under the leak. sink. Yes. Which turned out to be a much bigger problem than we originally thought. Oh yes. Also had a, a three a figure leak, problem. Uh in the in the bathroom. Yes. Which he fixed as well. But the plumber was still here when you got home from work and I wasn't about to leave you and a- single handed with the plumber and trying to keep three little ones yeah. out of his hair and Get ready for dinner and bedtime and all that. So I just, I didn't go. Um, but by the time the plumber left, it was still too late for me to, to get out of the house. And so basically we took the night off from yeah. podcasting for well, nothing. Yeah. Well, and but, I went to bed because yeah, I felt like, yeah, so that, that so. was, ew, that was good that you got to sleep. And I apologize to my, my loving in-laws, your parents. For the cost that was involved, there are there are homeowners with the renters. Yes, but they were and they understand because this house is over a hundred years old. Yeah, it's a very old house and things will break down. But how is it's great having your in laws or your parents as your landlords because yeah, they're they're not really going to say no to yeah. things that need to be done. They're not going to well necessarily, a good la- a good landlord is not going to say no right, but they you'll have to wait wait your turn. We've or, had our we've had our fair share. Of uh, yeah. Um, so that's good that, you know, pretty much if you say you need it done and it's necessary, go ahead, you know, and that, and it's not like I have to wait for, you know, she's like, well, call a plumber, you know, not like, well, you have to call this plumber very open about it. The bad, the flip side, the negative to that is that there's the guilt that comes with knowing that your own parents are having to shell out this kind of money for the house that you live in when you pay next to nothing for rent. (laughs) Well, but ultimately, though, what we pay them in rent doesn't even cover the expenses for the year, I'm sure. But, but you know, that's ultimately, we love them. And that's why we rent because we couldn't afford to fix our own stuff. First of all, we couldn't afford a house payment. 
Secondly, not. if if we if we owned this house and that happened, we would just we'd just have to deal with a big hole in the in bottom the, pipe of our sink. That's right, because <laughs> we don't have savings account no. and whatnot. But had to do something about that. Low rent. Have to, we'll have to win that darn lottery. Yeah, we maybe, just need to get the extreme home makeover people out here. <laughs> or maybe I could. But I have on, to break a leg or something. Maybe I could get on Deal or No Deal. I would because I that. would not like. I would not be like those greedy no, people who get on there. You would. I, you, know? you would know. I, I'd be on there. I'd open away. up my first six cases, and they'd go. The banker's offering you three thousand dollars. Deal. It. Boom. Take it. <laughs> Take it after taxes. Fifteen hundred. Still more than we That's had right. when you walked in. Very good. So. The the other thing, though, thinking, okay, well, since it's Tuesday night, going to be home, you're in bed, not going to do the podcasting, was all set to watch Boston Legal, and of course- Was it a rerun? No. no. It was all- Most shows at that hour were preempted for- Because of the Virginia thing. Right, yeah. which I, I, I think originally we were probably both thinking, let's take the David Letterman side of this, which is just say nothing, because yeah. we're entertainers. It's it's not a news program. Um, A lot of uh the late night- uh, TV hosts, you know, at least made mention of it. Mm -hmm. David Letterman didn't say anything, you know, he, and I thought that's how we would handle it. But, you know, if, uh, if we have a listener in that area or someone who's connected to someone, uh, who's affected by it and they're listening, uh, hopefully it'll do their hearts good to know well, that even us, <clears throat> you know, the fanboy and his wife here in Kansas, it's on our mind as well. It so, just reminds you what a crazy world we live in. It's, you know, gruy. we really have I mean, as, I, I as much progress and technology that we've made since, <sighs> you know, the days of the old West, we really haven't made that much progress. Not when it comes to just the, no. the, the wacko. I mean, the, yeah, the, the to, violence to and the, the wackos. The, yeah. And, to, I don't know, but, uh, yeah, there's not much you can say yeah. about it. I'm not even going to try other yeah. than yes, we know. Yes. We're going to acknowledge it. Um, and yes, we're thinking of, of everyone. So. I didn't watch Boston Legal because of that. I don't know that I really watched those either because um, it had been all day, you know, with with the news and stuff. So, um, but in regard to Boston Legal, uh, I finally got all caught up. You're caught up. I caught up. I had a marathon this weekend. I kept myself very, very busy with tasks in the kitchen and just watched all the tapes on the little TV while I did the dishes and folded laundry and stuff. So I'm and that, all, and I'm all pumped up about it again too. You know how last yeah. week I said I'm kind of a dropout. Yeah. Oh, man, I love that show. Well, and that provided me with an opportunity to sit out here in the living room mm -hmm. and get caught up on my justice league unlimited season two that I got yay, from Netflix. Yay. That is a great cartoon. It's very sad that it's been canceled. Like two seasons into it, boom, it's gone. No more of those. It makes me very sad. because it needs James Spader, baby. Yeah, I guess it does. It needs James It needs Spader, James baby. Spader and uh, Denny Crane. Denny Crane. But, Isn't uh, that funny? I always call James Spader James Spader <laughs> by his real name. Yes. And we always call Denny Crane Denny Crane, even though yeah. he's William Shatner. William Shatner. <laughs> That's because- We should just start mm -hmm. referring to him as TJ Hooker. Okay. <laughs> I never watched that. I'm, I'm hoping for an episode of Boston Legal where he- leaps onto the hood of a runaway car because tj hooker did that quite a bit apparently no way yeah for real for sure for rizzle, for rizzle. but i tell you what let me let me just say a couple uh, things speaking here speaking of talking like that like valley girls oh, no. britney spears has lost her mind really <laughs> oh my god i think we knew that yeah i know but i had, was holding out hope after the whole rehab thing but you probably haven't seen it but she had no. this really bizarre rant kind of thing with the with the paparazzi where she was just like, Oh my God, you're all so smart and just believe everything you read because I'm stupid and you're smart. And 
uh, my management totally knew what they were doing when they sent me to rehab. I mean, she was saying everything sarcastically hmm. and it says I'm pregnant again. And of course I am. And so she was really <laughs> just being, come on, grow up already, girl. You have talent and you have skill and you have wealth and do something with it. Get your head out of your butt and live your life crying out loud. Grow up. I have one thing to say to Britney Spears. Grow up. No. What? Don't be a chachi. Nope. She is a total chachi. Let me, well. No, let's not go there. No. I, I, no, I just want to say this about if anybody listened to last week and said, what is a chachi? Uh, you don't want to know. Let me just say this. Think of Tommy Lee from the band Motley Crue. The only thing that keeps Tommy Lee from being a true chachi yeah. is that Tommy Lee is successful. Yeah. So. And chachi's just. Not. Not. Okay. But so otherwise. Yeah. I do want to say a couple of things about Justice League Unlimited because it is a great cartoon. Anybody who is even. And Chachi owes us 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> From like how many years ago? I don't know. Like three years three, ago? Three years ago. Soul we're never, the man, your soul, basically. We're, we're never going to see your it. drums. All right. Let's, I'm yeah. sorry. Let's but just, let's, Chachi, let's, you owe me 50 bucks. Let's not talk about Listen. it. Justice League Unlimited uh, cartoon animated series. <laughs> if you are even a minor fan of the DC universe, you need to watch these cartoons because they are awesome. One of one of my favorite scenes from season two is an episode where Lex Luthor and the Flash, Wally West, switch bodies. It's like one of those, what is that, Freaky Friday? Oh, I love that. And so we've got Lex Luthor in the that Flash's body. That will never get old. They never. They redo that exactly. every year for the rest of the, the existence of the world. And it's always going to be funny. Lex Luthor is in the body of the Flash on the J Justice League satellite. And first of all, the moment he realizes that he's in this body, he totally takes advantage of the Flash's powers and really throws a whooping down on the Justice League. Kind of shows you how really what the Flash can do. But at one point, he runs into a bathroom because all he wants to do is just get away off of the satellite. He can't figure out how to get off of the satellite. And at one point, he runs into the bathroom and he's looking at himself in the mirror and he says, well, at least I can find out who's under this mask. <gasps> Oh. And he pulls and, and dun, there's dun, this dun. there's this moment when you're just like he's getting ready to pull the mask off and you're thinking, OK, somebody's going to burst into the restroom at some, you know, bef just mm -hmm. before he takes it off and stops him. But no, he gets the mask off and you're kind of like <gasps> and he's looking at Wally West in the mirror and he just says, I have no idea who this is. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. I enjoyed that. But yeah, Justice League, I do. Uh, I recommend it highly. Highly. Well, and that says a lot coming from yes. the fanboy. Yeah. I also was provided with the opportunity not only to catch up on those episodes, but Quantum Leap Season 2, baby. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that show. It's very clever. I think the, the best cute. thing about that show is that Sam Beckett is truly a very good man. You know, that's right. you've got those episodes like he, he leaps into the body of this guy, newly married. He's on the on his honeymoon with this girl. And all mm -hmm. she wants to do is consummate their marriage. But Sam's not having any of it, you know, because it, it would not, not be right for right. him to do that. He's just a truly good man. And he's he's he needs to be. We could all learn respected. a little something yes. from him. Yes. I and love from that the show. Berenstein Bears. Gosh, <laughs> I, seriously, Mama and Papa Bear have got it going on. They know what they're doing. I read two Berenstain Bears books to the kids every single night. Of course, the last that three nights in a row, it's been the morals. last two. It's been the same two books the last three nights in a row. And I'm getting kind of sick a little of tired of it, are you? Um, I do. Uh, let's let's move on. I want to say a couple words about uh, one of my favorite websites out there, Comics101.com. Um, they're uh, back a few a year or so ago, a couple years ago. 
Kevin Smith had started this website. He, oh my he, gosh! He never Here we ran go it, but again. it was uh, just marry him already. God, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mention the URL. It's still out there, but it's kind of yeah. I'm not gonna mention the URL. Okay. But uh, this guy he, he had a lot of uh, different people on there doing weekly columns from comic books to TV. You know, columns about comics to TV to movies to video games. And one of them on there was called Comics 101 by mm-hmm. a guy named Scott Tipton. And the only time I would go to this website was every Wednesday when I knew that there would be a new Comics 101 article up. And it's just basically he would just spend, uh, you know, a column a week teaching you about comic book characters. You know, he did like five weeks on Superman and five weeks on the Justice League, you know, stuff like That's that. Really good neat. stuff. So I, I, he's, he's now has his own site, comics101.com. There are other columns on there. So if you want to read his stuff. Just go to the website, again, comics101.com, and look for the Comics 101 logo and click on it. This week, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move the microphone so I can look at the computer. Okay, bye-bye. Tell you what it's about here. Hello. Okay, so this week is Comics 101 in Focus, Spidey of the Jungle. I'm going to read you the first two paragraphs real quick to get you, get, get you kind of an idea of what's going on on these. The Marvel Universe is a dark place for old webhead these, these days. His identity, public knowledge, a fugitive from justice... And now his beloved Aunt May takes a gunshot wound to the abdomen. Walloping web snappers. Spidey's life sucks. Granted, the fact that Spider-Man has rotten luck has always been integral to the character. But at least it used to be fun to read. And I have to agree with that. With the outlook dark for the web slinger and only getting darker in the days to come, if the rumors I'm hearing are true... I thought it would be a good time to hop into the Wayback Machine to a time when Amazing Spider-Man wasn't afraid to serve up some goofy fun. Like what, you ask? How about Spidey fighting dinosaurs in the Savage Land alongside a bikini-clad Gwen Stacy? Now, that just sounds like fun. But I, that, it's, it's a great place to go. He's got all his archives up there from, from previous articles. You could spend weeks just reading through all the stuff on there. It's very interesting. He he does uh, have a few articles up there that are very opinionated about what's going on in the comic book industry, and most times I do agree with him. He does. He did one article actually back when uh that issue of Amazing Spider-Man where they they we found out in a retcon that Gwen Stacy had slept with Norman Osborn. Yeah, he did a, a letter to. I think Joe Quesada or J. Michael Straczynski, which was really interesting about that. But check it out, comics101.com. It's it's something that I read every week, and I think everyone else should be too. All right. Um, there was something else. I, oh, and that makes me think, because he makes the comment that Spider-Man used to be fun. And if you want to read a comic, a Spider-Man comic that's still fun, Spider-Man Unlimited. Ultimate, sorry, the Ultimate Spider-Man. It's a great book. I, I'm, I've not, I don't get the issues. I've read them all in trades through the library, but issue 111 marks the debut of new of the new penciler, Stuart Immonen, and I've seen some preview pages up online, and it looks awesome, so I'm going to have to start picking that up. So uh, uh, I, gotta, I, have to, I have to. I can't just add new titles without dropping something. But, I'm so proud of you. But maybe I'll drop because I'm, well, I'm currently getting Amazing Spider-Man, which isn't really doing anything for me. So I can drop that one and get Ultimate Spider-Man. Okay. That's good trade. All right. Good trade off. You can't say anything about Heroes. That's next week, right? Mm. Dun, dun, dun. I'm so Heroes excited. is next week. So starting next week, you can plan on hearing us talk about the latest episode I each week. I love that show. So that love will it. be full of spoilers. You know, something that... uh that interested me on like the newest commercial that I saw it. Uh, it talked about how, you know, save the cheerleader, save the world. 
the first part of the prophecy, you know, has been taken care of. Now part two of whatever. Anyway, it made me think. I I assumed all along they were saying save the cheerleader and then save and, the world. No. no, what I was I was always thinking save the cheerleader and that will save help world. you save the yeah. world. Um, whereas now, from what I heard, it sounds more like save the cheerleader, then go save the world. You know, like it's, well, yeah, I, you know, I, like by saving the cheerleader, you save the world eventually somehow. And I guess that's still well. And I think true, though, by but, by saving the cheerleader, mm-hmm. it started a process of getting these heroes to a certain extent together. Because right. up until that point, most of them didn't know each any any of the rest of them existed, mm-hmm. and right. so. Right. Peter then meets Claire, and through that he meets Matt, the cop that can read minds, and oh, yeah, so like so they're that. all kind of getting together now. Right. So I think without unless you know if he didn't go save the cheerleader, they wouldn't they wouldn't, they wouldn't all be right coming together. But my ears so. just always heard it as save yeah. the cheerleader and and, and then that, you will save the world. Yeah. Whereas now, By, like I said, from that commercial, it sounded more like you know. First, go save the cheerleader, then go save yeah, the world. By saving same. the cheerleader, you will save the world. Like, yeah. Same if, thing, I guess. It's yeah, just my, when they, when they talked about it on that commercial, my, my ears just perked up and I was like, huh, that's not how I thought they meant it. But well, it doesn't it just, really yeah, matter. It just, it just felt like I'm the whole. I'm just a peon non-fanboy from Kansas. It so. just felt like the whole future that they kept showing with New York blowing up was somehow integral with saving, saving the cheerleader. her. Right. You know, like if you saved her. That wasn't going to happen. That wasn't going to happen. But yeah. But that's not the case. So. Not exactly, no. But I'm right. so excited. Before we get into news, there's a little something I want to I talk about. My boy Paul sent me the, a link to a story that I found kind of interesting. Menudo oh, reforming yeah. uh. for MTV reality series. The Puerto Rican boy band Menudo, which gave Ricky Martin his start, is coming back as part of an American Idol-style reality show. And this apparently uh, will be... Actually aired on the the Spanish version of MTV. We don't get any of the MTV channels. We won't be able to watch no. it. But. No. Yeah. Lauren. So if you're a fan of the Menudo, there you go. Did they do that past the Dochi song or was that somebody else? I don't believe that was Menudo. I no. love that song though. Anywho, but Menudo had some good stuff too. All right. Well, <laughs> let's do some uh, news and information you could have easily gotten for yourself with just a little effort. First up, we have uh, Incredible Hulk movie news. Edward Norton according to Variety, has been set by Marvel Studios to play Bruce Banner in The Incredible Hulk. Okay. With an opening set for June 13th, 2008. I'm trying to who that is. Who Edward is that? Norton. Let I me know, think. American History name. X, uh-huh. Fight Club. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. That's Edward Norton. He's going to be oh, Bruce wow. Banner. Okay. I'm looking forward that to that. That might work. Yeah. Don't Next. let us down. No, don't be a chachi. Next, <laughs> on uh, Jim Lee's blog, Jella Tometi. I think it's how it's pronounced. Jim Lee provides an update on the status of the very late all-star Batman and Robin and Wildcats. And here's here's a quote by Jim Lee. Here's what I know. Issues five and six are done. Speaking of all-star Batman and Robin, I'm knee-deep in issue number seven. Rather than come out with five when it was done, the decision was to hold up issues and stockpile them. So when they start coming out, there won't be any holdup between issues. Let's hope not. As far as Wildcats, I can't draw what I don't have a script for. So apparently he's he's putting that one straight on the head of Grant Morrison. Once I get back on track, I will let you know my enthusiasm for both titles remains sky high. Last year was the toughest year for me personally, but fortunately things have lightened up this year, allowing me to return to the drawing table. Now, I, I have uh, raised a stink now and again with the lateness of All-Star Batman and Robin, but... 
you know, ultimately when it comes down to it, don't really care because it's not an in-continuity story. You know, other titles are not being delayed because of this, but dang, man, it has been like a year. I think there was one issue, may if even that, that came out last year for All-Star Batman and Robin. Hey. So here's hoping we get some issues this year. I'm not getting it anymore, so it doesn't really matter. I have to wait for the trade. All right, next up, in a magnanimous gesture, Marvel Editor-in-Chief Joe Quesada has asked the organizers of the Eagle Awards to remove his name from nomination for favorite editor of this year's awards. What, what, what? I'll continue. Explaining his reasons for this decision, Quesada said, and uh, in my years in the comics industry, I often found that whenever a Marvel Editor-in-Chief, which Joe Quesada is a Marvel Editor-in-Chief, was nominated for a Best Editor Award, they would almost always win. I always thought this rather unjust, as an EIC has an unfair advantage over line editors, as he was the person whose name was on all the books, and like everyone who has had this job, we tend to get way too much credit for the hard work of others. That is why in the past, when I have found myself nominated for Best Editor Awards, I have always asked for my name to be taken out of contention, as being Editor-in-Chief really requires no hands on editing, but rather global direction of the creative division of our publishing arm. So, I guess that was nice of him, but... You know, it's like one of those things that, uh, good for you, but, you know, do you really need to come out and announce, hey, you know, I'm such a good guy that I've taken my name off the list, you know? Yeah, but He doesn't have also, to issue a press release plus, about by, it. by winning, it is a compliment to all of those beneath him that do work for him, too. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, the captain of one of those racing team ships or those, those sailboat races. You know, they hand the trophy to the captain, the guy who owns the boat, but it's everybody else who does the work, but they all win. Well, but that would be like, in this case, it would be like them giving an award for the best pilot of a ship, giving it to the captain who may never actually touch the steering wheel, you know, right, because he doesn't actually edit the books. So to give him an award for best editor doesn't make a lot of sense because he doesn't actually really edit the books. No, I, under I understand that. I'm just saying that, you know, a lot of these, let's say, you know, well, or, or okay, a horse owner. They give a trophy to the owner of the horse who hires the jockey and buys the horse and hires the trainer. The horse wins. The whole team wins, but they give the award to the owner of the horse. So, so yeah. every, you know, I don't know. I, I, I guess I, it would be it, like when they give a best movie award to... The producer or the director. Right. It's a compliment yeah. to everyone involved. So I guess he so. needs to rethink that. I don't know. I guess so. Next up, Sony Pictures Home Entertainment will release the action-packed superhero box office hit Ghost Rider, which grossed over $200 million worldwide on DVD, Blu-ray disc, and PSP on June 12, 2007. Two versions will be released on DVD, the one-disc theatrical version and a two-disc extended cut with 15 minutes of never-before-seen footage. And over two hours of special features. I like it when they do these uh, extended cut. You know, 15 minutes. It better be a pretty important 15 minutes. But the two hours of special features, that might be kind of nice. Viewers will get a chance to go behind the action with the DVD bonus feature Spirit of Vengeance, the making of Ghost Rider, which includes commentary with the director-writer Mark Stephen Johnson. The extended cut also includes Sin and Salvation, which delves into the history of the Ghost Rider comics and how it became a hit. And that's the, that's stuff I always find in, interesting on... on uh, DVDs for comic book movies, when they actually talk about the comics themselves. I always enjoy that. Yeah. So the... Uh, I'm sure you do. Yes. The theatrical one My disc... My mind is wandering. All right. The theatrical <laughs> one-disc DVD bonus feature includes the theatrical version of the film, Spirit of Vengeance, the making of Ghost Rider documentary, and commentaries. The two-disc DVD will have the extended version, 
the same Spirit of Vengeance making a Ghost Rider, The Sin and Salvation, uh, animatics, and film commentaries. All right. All right. So, yeah, I'll get that through Netflix. I'm not going to buy that one. Okay. Next up, Gail Simone named new Wonder Woman writer. Yeah, I'm going to have to start picking that one up now, too. Yeah, you mentioned that. We announced, board or something. Yeah, we, we talked about last week how she's been taken off of Birds. She's left Birds of Prey for an unnamed dream project. Well, it's Wonder Woman. Cool. So they haven't announced who the artist is as of yet, but <sighs> I'm going to have to get it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant you have to get the job. No. Yeah. I'm going to have to get it. My, my stick. Okay. Draw some stick figures. You do great stick figures. Yeah, whatever. But you do. On DVD this week, Smoke and Aces, Happy Days Season 2, four-disc series, Laverne and Shirley Season 2, four-disc series, and Mork and Mindy Season 2, four-disc series. And some SpongeBob thing. Yeah, SpongeBob. Cool. Kids like the SpongeBob. You know, I've been wondering, and I may have asked or mentioned this before, um... But when it comes to DVD releases, how many searches equal enough interest to put something out on DVD? Like, um, ha- other than the ones that, okay, those were really popular, so obviously we're going to put those out. How do they decide? Um, so, like, I mean, if, if every single day, four or five, ten times a day, I key in, like, on uh, Netflix something I want to see, do you think that all gets totaled up somewhere where their a light bulb goes off in their head saying, hey – I don't know. It's a good There's question. There's a lot of interest in this particular movie. How many if, how many hits or searches for a movie do you think? I mean, who? who that's a good question. If anybody who knows makes that, those decisions. Where do you submit requests? Yeah. Or you know, is there well, I, I know that there are certain websites out there. Like uh, I, I can't think of any of the URLs off the top of my head, but they're they're uh, dedicated to TV shows on DVD. And a lot of times, if there's certain TV shows that aren't out. That, you know, like the people who run the website want to have out, they'll start a petition. Um, but yeah. I, I don't know how ultimately. about like movies? Oh, I, I think as far as the older movies that haven't been. Yeah. I don't know. Like I that no one idea. I was talking about a couple of weeks ago, Wisdom with uh, uh, Emilio Estevez and Demi Moore. I love that. And I'm, I, I just wonder when I, I get to see it again. I don't know. I don't know how movie studios decide. Or uh, there's this really great old black and white called Westward the Women. Which is like an old, uh, you know, old West sort of thing. And I look for that one too. And, you know. So if there are any listeners out there who know. Where you can submit requests. What a, what a man or woman can do to get a DVD out. Let us know. Yeah. All right. How, how do you do that? How do we do that? So that's your news. Well, you know what? I have one more thing. It. And okay. I can't think of it off the top of my head exactly. But um, my sister sent me an email that said something about how the time and the dates on the. On May 6th, or at, at what, uh, three minutes and four seconds after two, the, the time and date will be 02, 03, 04, 05, 06, 07. That's cool. Isn't that cool? That's cool. That's kind of neat. And that's yeah. like the only time that that's going to happen Ever. in anybody's lifetime yeah. here that's listening. So. so let's have a party. Let's have a party. Let's see yeah. if all the computers die. <laughs> Weird. Let's see if it's, that should be kind of cool. So it's like 02. I guess you get it. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> you know, two o'clock and uh, three minutes and four seconds of May the 6th of 07. Weird. Interesting stuff there, I got to tell you. All right. So that's your news. So let's do my comic book picks of the week.
Okay, this week I've got a couple of good ones for you. This has been a really good uh, shipment for me from the DCBS because a lot of great books came out uh, the first two weeks of April. That's what I got in the old by uh, DHL. Um, the first one I want to talk about is from Marvel Comics. This is uh, Avengers The Initiative, issue number one. This is written by Dan Slott. The artist is Stefano Caselli. The colorist is Danielle Rudoni. Letterer is Virtual Calligraphy's Joe Carmagna. The assistant editor is Molly Laser, and the editor is Tom Brevoort. This is a book I picked up on a whim, okay? And frankly, I'm very glad I did because I really enjoyed this book. Ultimately, this just tells tells the tale of uh, after post-Civil War in the Marvel Universe, um, Tony Stark had this idea, his initiative, which is to have a government-sponsored superhero team in all in each of the 50 states in America. And this is the boot camp where they're training these these heroes. And basically what you've got is a bunch of characters that ultimately they've created for this book. And they're going through boot camp. And it was very entertaining. And I'm not going to spoil it for you, but one of the characters dies at the end. And I was very upset about it because in the space of this one issue – I liked the person. I was like, this. You'd already this, fallen in love. Well, this. I, I I was really enjoying what little they showed of this character, and then boom, they kill the person. Yeah, that's. But that's how they get people. It the the death of this character sets it up. I guess sets up something for the series because uh, one of the doctors that they have on staff says that he's finished the autopsy and has discovered something which is most disturbing, something which may change everything. Wow. So. That's the last page, and you're like, oh, my goodness gracious, where's this going? You know, it's a very so good- So are these people, they're all in boot camp, mm-hmm. but they all have superpowers. Yes. Okay. So they're- they've been located and get, kind of like on Heroes, that yeah. somebody has gone to the trouble to to find all of these people- Yes, and then- And then ask them if they want to be part of this uh, protection And the, the, the first half of the issue is them introducing these various characters, and- uh the the boot camp is um run by we've got a war machine which is like an iron man knockoff um hank pym is there and uh justice is there i think that's the dude's name but it was it was it was very it was a really good read i'm looking forward to the next issue i could wa- i could read that one and though i enjoy you you probably would enjoy probably it because would. there are all these characters that you're just learning about for the new. very first time. Exactly, so I could get into something maybe, brand new. Maybe we'll let you, we'll have you read that. And we'll talk about it more okay. in depth next week. All right, because I haven't I didn't read anything for you this week. Yeah, and I tell you because I enjoy most of the time every comic I get. If I don't, I end up dropping them, and I tend not to talk about talk negatively towards any of the comics because, like my mom said, if you ain't got nothing good to say, don't say it. But uh, this is one of those issues that. I just I I was very happy I picked it up because I I really enjoyed it. So I haven't felt that way since Justice Society of America number one. So Wow. All right. Next up we've got Justice League of America number seven. This is written by Brad Meltzer, pencils by Ed Benes, inks by Sandra Hope and Ed Benes, letters by Rob Lay, colorist is Alex Sinclair, the assistant editor is Adam Schlagman, and the editor is Eddie Berganza. This is the epilogue to the tornado's path. And this is the issue that we have. Basically, this is the first issue we have the official Justice League of America together. And there's not really a lot of action in this issue. This is, like I said, it's just an epilogue. 
but this is when we officially have the name change of Arsenal going over to Red Arrow, and he's wearing a costume very reminiscent okay, to the Green so Arrow costume. Hmm? Yeah, another R. Yeah. Um, it's very reminiscent of the Green Arrow costume, except for it's red, and he doesn't have a hood or a hat. He's decided to to, to not use the Simon wanted hat. to know what, what the pack was called. It's a quiver. Oh, it's a quiver of arrows. As I just told him, that was his arrow backpack. Because yes. he said, is that a backpack? And I said, yeah. To a certain extent. Okay. okay, but I didn't know if there was an actual word because he wanted to know. Yeah. It's the quiver. I thought the quiver was the little feathers. No, it's the fletching. That's <sighs> what it's called. You're using too many big words. That's like the plumber yesterday. You need a new flange. What? Okay. What? <laughs> Flange. No, I'm not paying for you it. Mean, didn't didn't Phoebe always her last name was always Phalange. Something, something Phalange. Regina, Regina Phalange. Phalange. Yeah. So <laughs> that's but what I thought of. One of my favorite parts in the entire issue though is Because that's when they, how I roll. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. That's here we go again. Oh no. Caffeine is finally kicking in. One of my favorite parts of the entire issue is when they unveil the new Justice League Hall, their new headquarters. They actually have two headquarters. One is a satellite, which is kind of their main headquarters, but one is an earth based headquarters which is there for the public. It's got a museum in it, and it looks like the Hall of Justice from the superhero cartoon. It's almost as slick looking as the police station at CSI Miami. That's right. <laughs> Very big and fancy. They Lots got, of windows. They got a lot of money on CSI. <laughs> driving, around in, driving around in Humvees. And, <laughs> oh, good Lord. Anyway, sorry. But again, not a lot happened in this issue. There's a really great oh, uh, three-page spread of uh-huh. the entire team. They're uh, a photograph with photographs behind them yeah. of other teams. This would be use it as a poster because no, promise. I'd have to I'd have to buy another issue and just take it out and hang it on the wall. Look at Hot Girl Simon would yeah. love that. She's and all kinds of girls. Red Arrow has a little crush on Hot Girl. Uh, it was a funny moment in one of the previous issues because Green Arrow yeah. has always had a thing for uh, Black Canary, right? And he always he's back in the day he's always called her a pretty his pretty bird. Oh, and so the first bird. time Red Arrow sees Hot Girl, he just goes. Pretty bird. <laughs> and I was like, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's going to be a good a good uh, story element to play with. But, um, yeah, it ends with a, a little cliffhanger, which is going to lead us into um, the uh, the crossover, the big JSA-JLA crossover, which I'm really looking forward to. I'm glad I'm already getting both of those titles because if I was just getting one, I'd be pretty upset. So – those are my picks of the week. Both really good. Some great issues, like I said, One came out I for the. Yeah, these are from, I believe, the first week of April. You've sold me. Uh, yeah. You did a great I, job. J- JLA, I think you'd really enjoy. Next week, we'll talk about the books that came out in the second week of April. Uh, one book I didn't mention that came out in the first week of April uh, is Dark Tower, Gunslinger Born, issue number three. And I'm going to kind of skip those each month because it's pretty much a given that they're going to be. One of my picks of the week. So I think I'm just going to wait until I get all seven issues and maybe do an episode about the series itself. That's a good idea. Because it's a really awesome series. I am, I will say, I do want to say that one thing about the Dark Tower Born that I'm slightly disappointed in. If anybody's reading the series and they've read the Dark Tower books, I was under the understanding going into this that, yes, we were going to be reading a story about Roland's past. But I was under the understanding that would be a story that we have not yet heard. But so far, it's straight out of uh, Wizards and Glass, one yeah. of his novels. But I don't care because the art is freaking amazing. And I'm happy. the guy who is adapting it, Peter David, is doing a great job. It's, you know, if you didn't know any better, you'd really think that Stephen King has written it himself. So, And they always have some nice features in the, in, in the back of the books that uh, 
let you learn more about the world that Roland and his fellow gunslingers live in. So those are my picks. Oh, and Madman came out. Oh, second week yeah, of April. We're all excited. And you're gonna and I I will be talking about Madman every month. It's gonna be mandatory Madman. Ooh, I like that. This month You're so clever. This month, as soon as I can get it worked out with the guys from Raging Bullets, now that I got the DSL and can get on the Skype, they're they're gonna come on the episode by way of Skype and we're gonna talk about the first issue of Madman. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So I'm not going to mention anything about it now, but we'll talk about it uh, maybe next week. Maybe I can get together with those guys next week, hopefully. If not, we'll talk about it at some as point. As long as they're not month. coming over. No, they will <laughs> not be coming over. I don't think they can afford the airfare. Still looking at that same yeah. cobweb up there in the corner. That's right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Those are my comic book picks, picks of the, of the week. week. What do we got next here? What do we have next Yeah. Well, ask the fanboys. We got a question <laughs> submitted. <laughs> yeah. Also, Modern Lover. Submitted this question. You ready for it? Yes. Go ahead. This kind of epitomizes what I was going with with the Ask the Fanboys because I don't want people to – it's not that I don't want people to ask me comic book questions because you're welcome to ask anything at all. But if you wanted to ask a totally off-the-wall, non-comic book-related question, you're more than welcome. That's right. And so that's why I'm reading this one. He asks, don't ask how old I am. He asks, are you now or have you ever been a member of the Communist Party? Uh. No. Duh. No. no, but it's funny because no. I my the the net <laughs> net. Ooh, gotcha, so gotcha. As 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 Michael Palin would say, net. Ooh, what a giveaway! <laughs> but the my my employer who I've I've been working there since December. I learned something new about that place every day, and probably within the first month, uh, somebody was talking about going to a, a meeting. And I said, oh, yeah, you're going to a meeting? What's, what's the meeting? Oh, it's a PRC meeting. And I just kind of froze. And I said, what? Because this place is radically, you know, their their uh, management style is radically different from the place I worked at for nine years. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, the PRC? Because the first thing that popped into my mind was People's Republic of China. Yeah. So, you know, I'm like, you're, what is a Communist Party meeting? What's <laughs> No, it's the uh, crap. And I can't remember. It's the, oh, no. it's the uh, Positive Reinforcement Committee. <laughs> And I just kind of went, well, you do understand that PRC is the People's Republic of China. Oh, yeah, I don't care. I don't care. I found that was funny. So. That was funny, honey. But hey, Modern Lover, never been a communist. Never have been. Don't plan on being one. No, don't plan on it. Good question. Yeah. Good question. Good question. Keep Good them question. coming. If you want to submit Good answer. A- Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. If you want to submit a question to the fanboys and the fangirl. Uh, no, you- I'm not a fangirl. You're the Mrs. Fanboy? I'm the Mrs. Okay. Fanboy. <laughs> you can go to the message board. Uh I, I give the URL out at least nine times every episode, but the easiest way to get there is just go to justanotherfanboy.com and click on the link on the left-hand side of the website that says My Message Board, and that'll take you right into our forum. You'll see the topic pinned that says Ask the Fanboys, register, and ask. If you don't want to register, send us an email, justanotherfanboy at gmail.com. Uh, put in the subject line, Ask the Fanboys. You need to do a little update on on your Just Another Fanboy because you click on the thing and it says meet the hosts, and mm-hmm. I'm not on there. Norman and Gary and you. I do need to. I yeah, do you need do. Update. I thought, right. oh, what has he said about me? I'll work on that. Because you never asked me for my bio. I'll work on it. And that. I thought you'd come up with something clever. And no, I'm not there. So I guess I'm still officially just a sidekick. Mm. I know my place. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> All right. Ooh, okay. I was awkward. See, that, uh, <laughs> That that moment of silence was brought to you by the awkward communist party. Okay. Alrighty. You want to do some listeners' feedback? Please, I like that part. Listeners' feedback. 
Okay, this week we have some more comments from the message board, because ain't nobody sending in no emails. Ain't nobody calling the voice line. Come on, voice line people. The Hello, vo- the- Kevin, Heather. The- Heather's mom. Come on. We miss you. The number now is part of the show notes again. So if you miss it at all during the episode, just look at the show notes at justanotherfanboy.com. Say anything. You'll find the number. Okay. The first one we got today uh, is from mguy1977. He says, tell your wife thanks for the Swiffer plug as I hate to use a vacuum cleaner being single and no wife girlfriend to do the cleaning up for me in my apartment. Hopefully this will do the (laughs) trick for me. Hulk and Right Guard, World War Hulk approved. Plus, it was announced on Newsarama that Gail Simone will be writing Wonder Woman starting with issue number 13. Duh, we've already talked about that. <laughs> Thanks for the show, Matthew. <laughs> yeah. Pick up that Swiffer. It's orange. And remember, it's got no batteries or electricity. It's usually on your cleaning it's, aisle it's, it's of like your the grocery new store. And, it's like the new and improved version of those little push things that we used to always have yeah, in, back in, in the grade 70s. school. They used to, and they never seemed oh. to work. Oh, the, the, yeah, just a carpet sweeper yeah. that you just ru- – it's perfect. Yeah, I've looked for those, them. and they don't make them anymore, apparently, and this is a great – yeah, okay, great ne- replacement. Next comment we have is from Cabela, my bro. Finish the episode now, and it was great. I don't know if he actually said it with that accent. It's great. He probably did. Finish with the episode now, and it's great. <laughs> Gonna go have a pint. <laughs> I love you, boy. <laughs> okay, finish with the episode now, and it was great. I like the snarkiness. So glad you are finally getting high speed. Woot! Time for some MMORPGs. I don't think so. What is that? That is a massively multiplayer online role-playing game. Oh my gosh, no. No, don't think so. (laughs) I don't have time. I don't even have time to play Pac-Man. Yeah. Okay. You don't have time to... In real life. (laughs) To do anything. Let alone a pretend life. But hey, if you're into that, have at it. If if you are into those things, you should read um, uh, Tad Williams' book, Otherland. Great book. Anyway, that's all I'm going to say. He goes on to say, and I don't get the celebrity fascination either. Fakes and weasels as far as I'm concerned. But I'm fascinated with computer MMOs and comics, so tit for tat. Tit for tat. He says, let's hear Abby on here. Why? Why not? And I do plan on having Abby on. She asks a lot. I think she, she does. Would and really I, I actually that's, gave that's her. That's my 19-year-old. I gave her my copy Whose of. Uncle David still doesn't know how to spell her name right, but I that's know. okay. <laughs> what a what a loser! What a loser! Anyway, oh, I just lost a listener, my brother. I can hear him shutting off the, the Ooh, episode right click. now. But uh, I do plan on having her on. I actually let her borrow my copy of The Dark Knight Returns, which actually I think used to be David's copy. Aww. Sucker's twenty years old. Keeping it all in the family. But, uh, Keeping it real old. As soon as she finishes it. I'm going to have her on, and we're going to talk about Dark Knight Returns. Oh, she'd love that. Yeah. I told her that when I gave her the book three weeks ago. Well, she's a very busy girl. Okay. says, let's hear some more comics reviews, older comics reviews, and maybe some comic movie reviews. That's a good idea. I would love to do – honestly, I would love to do more comic reviews. I would love to do reviews of older comics. I would love to do reviews of comic book movies. There's just not a lot of time in the week. Yeah. You know, to really collect your thoughts and write something intelligent down so you, I don't just say, um, Maybe a lot. he could do that. Maybe he could. Maybe David could be our, like a columnist. I mean, he, yeah. he wouldn't necessarily have to come and read it, but he could write it and send it to you and you could read his review, Maybe. especially of the Maybe. older ones. Cause he, he's very he's into, got the, a lot of old books, into yeah. the nostalgia. And I, he you likes know, the old ones from, from the days of yore. Well, and every <laughs> once in a while, I'll go through all my back issues 
and pull some stuff out thinking, all right, I'm going to read this and I'm going to talk about it on the episode, on an episode because, you know, like my Secret Wars trade paperback and I, I recently pulled out of the box, um, the Millennium limited series from DC, which I, I read the first issue and I just said, I'm not going to be able to get through the rest of this. It was so, I don't want to say horrible, but it was just hard to get through. But I would like to do that stuff in the future. It's just finding the time during the week to A, read or watch the stuff, and then B, collect my thoughts to actually talk about them. So yeah, it will happen. I mean, it's one thing to to give a basic review. Well, that's like the the, the gentleman who suggested that I I should read Sabrina while I'm taking my my mm-hmm. week, my my off week, you know, take my break and take my two hour bubble bath and read Sabrina and then give a review. I need to, I and, can do that, but I'm not sure exactly how to give a review other than saying I really liked it or I didn't well, and, like and it. And also so. to give a review of uh, Boston Legal. Oh yeah. Well, no, I actually, cause that's what I said last week. Uh, but he actually meant read oh, Sabrina and then give a review. And I said, oh, yeah, he- I need to give a review of Boston Legal because I'll take my two-hour bubble bath like every fourth mm-hmm. week or whatever. So I misquoted him kind okay. of. But anyway, so yeah, I would like to pick that up because he's mentioned it a couple of times. And you got to respect somebody who pushes right. it that much. So All right. Next yeah. up is uh, from – And then I'll try to review it, although I'm not sure how to do that. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not you sure. can't can't do any worse than I do. Oh, you do a great job, baby. Next up is a so, comment baby, by with me? from the boards uh, by a listener by the name of Dang It. Dang It. They say, hey, I'm a loot, a new, I, <laughs> I'm lewd and crude with a bad attitude. He's a wrestler. No. Looper. <clears throat> hey, I'm a new listener, but you guys have me hooked. Yay. I love your banter, and you really have a unique dynamic for a comic book podcast. Most comic podcasts are a guy or a group of guys or in the case of Birds of Geek and I Read Comics, all female podcasters. So listening to your show is very refreshing and very real. I just wanted to let you know how much I appreciate the work you put into your show wow. and how much fun you have with it. You can really hear how much you truly enjoy talking about comics, movies, People Magazine, yeah. your kids, yeah. action figures, etc. <laughs> anyway, keep it up and I'll keep listening. Thank you. That was really great. Is, very I, sincere. I, I love it when I get a new listener. Yeah. and we. I actually had a... And I can't remember the, the 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 guy's username, but they posted that they were a new listener. Yeah. And they said so far oh, yeah. they've listened to episode number one. one. I love it. Yeah, because I was like, I was like, all right, a new listener, and and I'm reading their comment and it said so far I've listened to episode number one. I went, ew. <laughs> but then you, yeah. you you ruined it because you told him you might want to listen to our <laughs> latest stuff because we've changed a bit since then. And I thought, no, let him, you know. Don't discourage them from listening to everything. Yeah, just keep just listening to them all. You'll just listen. get to it gradually and you'll go, this stuff rocks. Yeah. But episode number one was stinky. <laughs> of course, well, I think any podcaster out there is going to tell you their first episode was stinky. It took hours because you were yes. so concerned about editing and all that. I just like, uh, dang, it's, um, you know, the, the way he said, apparently we have something out there that – yeah. Or we have something that isn't already out there. And I didn't really realize that. So that makes us, yeah, that to, makes it feel yeah, good. To the extent, uh, male, female. There was a, uh, a, there, I think they're still out there. I think they're called Comic Cafe or Comic Talk Cafe. And they had a, it was a guy, a few guys and a, and a girl was on there, but I don't think she's on there. Either. All right. It's well, good to know we're feeling a niche. Yeah. The last one is from Miskatonic. And I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I always worry that I'm getting that name wrong. So Miskatonic, if you're listening and I'm I saying it wrong, right. correct me. Anyway, he says, so my theory on star watching is, star by celebrities. Yeah. It's not any different from reading comics. Oh, it so totally is. <laughs> my gosh. We all want those times that we can escape for a while. Some folks read multicolor funny books and pretend for a second that they are a part of a world wherein superheroes live. 
Others choose to fantasize about living in the world of stars because they certainly are not in our world. Much like wrestling and soap operas are the same thing with different target demographics. I have to agree with that to yeah. a point. Except I don't think I ever actually want to pretend like I'm living in their world. I just want to know everything that they do that is worldly. You know, I like the pictures of, you know, celebrities shopping at the grocery store and looking at what's in their cart. And then, so maybe I am, because maybe a I extent, am living vicariously, it, because well, it's like, but, oh, I use that same kind well, of yeah. toilet paper. I, I understand that, because to a certain extent, when you look at a picture of, uh, you know, Madonna walking her dog or picking up a, you know, it whatever at the grocery store. Them. Yeah, it humanizes them. So I can understand that. Because they aren't of this world, and it's kind of nice to have something that shows that they are. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. Similar and not similar. <laughs> Just similar. That, that, that always reminds me of a story that my friend Paul told me a long time ago. He had this friend who, and I can't remember his name, uh, before Paul moved to Kansas, he lived in Iowa. And uh, when he was a kid, he had this friend that came over and they're going to go fishing. And the kid told him, uh, you know, Paul, they're looking at their fishing rods. Our fishing rods are exactly the same, except for one thing. They're different. <laughs> That's right. It's the same, but different. What's the name of that lake you grew up near? Lake Okaboji. I think <laughs> Is that's that right. A, I think that's the name, Lake Okaboji. Something like that. That's pretty cool. All right. Anywho, that's that's about it. Paul doesn't listen it to the show. Like there was, of course not. And he has no Your excuse best for life. And he has no excuse. No. Well, the guy he's spends a very a, busy guy. The guy spends a lot of time in his little room, <laughs> playing his guitar, and you know. Doing surfing the internet and playing his video games. There's no reason why he can't listen to the show while he's doing it. He just doesn't love you. We named our child after him. I know. I'm going to put him in a headlock. Oh, wow. Simon's middle name. Yes. Second middle name. Yes. Simon Robert Paul. <laughs> Simon Robert Paul. Okay. So I guess we can wrap up the episode unless you have anything. I Something came to mind, but now it's gone again. Okay. So fiddle dee on that, I suppose. Well, before we end, I want to make mention that uh, Derek Coward over Comic Book Noise has been doing a uh, – um, for the past couple episodes, he's been doing spotlights on other comic book podcasts and playing, you know, clips from these podcasts. And in an upcoming episode, episode number 76, one of the podcasts he's going to be talking about and playing a clip from is ours. No way. Yeah. So I'm nervous now. Watch for uh, episode 76. No, I'm, I'm really nervous. interested. Well, I'm really interested to hear what clips he puts in. Yeah. You know, if he's going to go for one of the older episodes when, before you were on yeah. or, you know. I'm, I'm interested to see I'm what he I'm nervous. Up there. That's yeah. weird. Ew. It won't be. I don't actually think about people listening. He, he usually, <laughs> I know the it's last couple that he's done. Here yeah, the last couple. famous living room. <laughs> the last couple that he's done, he did like some, uh, like, I think they're like one minute to two minute clips. So. Neat. And I, the, the, from what it sounds from listening to his episodes, We're ultimately. Be famous. Yeah, ultimately, <laughs> he just listens to some episodes. And if he hears something that he's like, oh, I like that, I'm, then that's what he puts in. We should clip, do something so. similar. Yeah. Well, I did have for a while the comic book podcast spotlight where I spotlighted oh, some, yeah. some podcasts. Should do. And, There's yeah. a lot of things that you used to do that you don't do anymore that I think yeah. we need to get back on track. You I know, agree. you haven't had, a, you didn't have a commercial this week. No. Miss that. Well, I, again, I miss Norman and Gary. And I know you're a very busy fellow. Your hours now are different. And, and, and it's not well, just the hours, it's, it's the job itself. Oh, that's true because you don't have, my previous you actually job, have to work. <laughs> well, my previous job when I worked, I worked hard. Yes. But there were downtimes. Yeah. Downtimes where I could sit in front of that computer and write out a whole episode. And then I just, 
you know, most of the older episodes were 99% scripted mm-hmm. and I just don't have a and lot you of, did that during and your work hours, it's so. not like I don't have time to do it at home, but frankly, once uh, I get home, once we, once once we get the kids home, fed, get, the kids to bed, get them in their jammies, get them in bed, I just want to veg. Yeah. We really do. Yeah, we re- so. It's bad. We, we really shouldn't as much as we do, but. And if I have, and if I have time to do anything, it should be going out and taking a walk around the block. Yeah. Cause. Yeah. I lost six pounds. Or cleaning out the gutters or actual yeah. things that other people do around their houses so that, you know, I, <laughs> I'm I, just lazy, lazy, lazy. So I went on my diet uh, in February. Yeah. Lost six pounds in February. Yeah, you did. Gained three pounds back in March. Well, we got our tax so, return. Well, and, and you know, I blame it all on Easter. More, well, no. It was, <laughs> I mean, you get your tax return, four pizza nights in a row. That's I right. mean, You're that's a real out. treat, you know. We've had more fast food and and subs and yeah we we yeah we've been enjoying the the entertainment of eating we've been enjoying the the love of good food (laughs) that we don't have to cook or clean up and as far as writing something you know it's it was always so much easier to do it at work because nobody was there to bother me and when it's just after the kids are in bed and it's just you and i that's even if all we do is just sit on the couch and watch We're TV, that's, it's, it's our time. And it's hard for me to sit in front of the computer and just kind of close you off, you know? Well, so. we, that's and when even, I need to go take a bath. Well, even on, those nights, bath. even on those nights, you know, you go and you take your bubble bath. I'm thinking, I could do some writing. But then I also think, I've got four episodes of Quantum Leap that I haven't watched Yeah, yet. something that she wouldn't want to watch exactly. so much. Or, so, yeah. Oh, it's right. such a trade-off. Well, someday the kids will be older and yes. we'll wish we had something to do. So. I want to remind everyone to send in their list of top 10 comic book movies. We'll be talking about that oh, next yeah. episode, episode 35. I've gotten 35. one. 35. Yes, I've gotten one list. Thank you, DeFixer. Who? DeFixer. He didn't comment about last episode. <gasps> Are you out there? DeFixer. Hello. I've been trying to squeeze in his episodes of DeFixer's Hideout. Uh, I feel so bad because I think they're up to maybe episode six, and I just, I don't have as much time to listen to podcasts anymore. And, I'm trying, bud. You really should. You I'm trying. It. I've like I like what I've what I've heard thus far, but I I'm not caught up, and I want to be. So patience. Have you downloaded them at least? Even I've got the first four episodes on my okay. iPod. Okay. So. Well, I'll listen to. All right. Um. So yeah, you have until we'll say Tuesday next Tuesday, which is if he says something nice about me on his podcast, I'll listen to him. <laughs> Throw something out there. Throw me some love. <laughs> Okay, next dead tu- air. <laughs> next, well, I was looking at the calendar. Next Tuesday, the 24th, you have until the 24th of April at, we'll say, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time to get your list in for top 10 comic book movies, and we'll, we'll talk about it on episode 35. Um, if you want to email the show, justanotherfanboy at gmail.com. You can visit our forums at cgspodcast.com slash forum2. It's a number two. You can also find that on the justanotherfanboy.com website by clicking the link that says My Message Board. We are also a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network at comicspodcasts.com. I cannot say this enough that that is a great resource for comic book podcasts. If you're looking for other comic book podcasts to listen to and you haven't stopped over at that site, do it because there's some great ones over there. You can also find us over at Comic Space at comicspace.com slash just underscore another underscore fanboy. Though, I didn't even send anything out for last week's episode, so I rarely go over there. So that might be a waste of your time. Okay. <laughs> Submit an iTunes You're review. You're so honest. I, I love that about you. Well, I, don't, I just don't understand those places. That's why I'm not – that's why I don't have a MySpace page. I don't 
understand, I don't understand the real purpose. I suppose if I spent a, a majority of my time on the internet, I guess I could understand. I don't, I don't know. I just don't understand those places. I, I'm not a, you no, neither. Submit an iTunes review at, I, at iTunes. Uh, we like to see those and those help, uh, promote the show. You can call the Just Another Fanboy voice line at 1-877-309-8367, extension 212. And let's hear your voice. Yes, please. Give us a holla. Tell us how much you like eggs. That's right, because we haven't heard that in a while. No, we haven't. And frankly, I'm feeling like the love of the eggs is not happening anymore. I know. So. I know. Or you can just call up and say bacon. Oh, bacon grease. Yeah. Or, you know, say something productive even. So they can just call up and say, productive even, click. Sure. All right. So the theme song for the show is Comic Book by the Super Spies. Find it and information about the band at garageband.com. The rest of the music from the show comes from the Pod Show, Pod Safe Music Network at uh, music.podshow.com. Very good, baby. All right. Anything else you want to Like I said, I had something and it, it flew out of my sweet little pre pea brain. Last week when I, you know, when we were ending the show and I was like, ah, there's something I wanted to say. Oh, I yeah. I remember what it was. I, it was the top 10 comic book movies. Oh, so. okay. And I almost forgot it again this week. Almost, but almost. you didn't. I scrawled it in there. Very good. Stuck it right in there. At the cool, end. baby. Um. You know, hey, email us, call us, you know, if you got any ideas to to make the show even better now that I'm on, well, I'm not officially on Skype yet, but uh, I will soon in the next few days be putting together a, a Skype name. So if if you're on Skype and maybe you want to come on the show, get an idea, you know, what you want to talk about, shoot us an email. Why meet, not? Meet me over at the boards. I'm over there Why posting a Why shouldn't it be you? Yeah. Why shouldn't it be you? I'd like to have... You know, some other people on the show. That'd be kind of fun. That would be fantastic. Yeah. I could take a night off. Oh, I do want oh, to mention yeah. uh -huh. Planet, <laughs> the snarky. Planet Comic Con. Snarky. Oh, yeah. I'm probably not going to go. <gasps> Why? Well, there's a couple reasons. Okay. I was going to go with Craig. Right. A friend of mine from work. He's yeah. not going now. Okay. Uh, he's decided that he can't afford to spend the money to go. Yeah. And he'd rather <laughs> spend the day. Because that's also, that Saturday is also free comic book day. So he's he's going to spend that Saturday in Kansas City hitting all the comic book shops and loading up on free comics, which I'm going to give him a list of stuff to pick up for me. Cool. But uh, that there's that reason. And I at this point, I don't know if I can really afford to burn a vacation day. Yeah. You know, A, I don't want to go by myself. B, I don't know if I can afford to burn a vacation day. And C, I think it's what, like $12 or $15 to get in. Uh. Oh, well, and, I didn't know it wasn't just, like, free to get in. Oh, no, no. I didn't know. What do you know? You have to pay to get in. Okay. That's well, how they, geez. That's how they make their money. Well, they made their money once you got in. No, because it's their, their other independent sellers and there that sell comic books. None of the, okay. the people that put the, the convention on don't make any money off the comic book sales. They make their money off of the door. Sales. Yeah. Okay. So, well, but they're, too bad, baby. I... I, I it's I wanted to go primarily. Well, I wanted primarily to go just so I could meet Matt Fraction and Phil Hester. Yeah. You know, I don't necessarily need to have them sign anything. I just wanted to meet them and maybe try to pimp out the podcast. But I don't have anything to hand out. I don't have flyers. I don't have business oh, yeah. cards or things. And you know me, I'm not good at that. I'm not good at just going up to a complete stranger and say, "Hey." No, I, you're not. You're great in front a, of the microphone, but you're bad with in real life with yeah. people. You, you're very shy. Yeah. It's not easy most, for you just to go up to somebody you don't know. Most people who know me, you know, like people I work with, you know, it usually takes me at least two weeks to warm up to somebody new. Oh, yeah. And so all through training at work in December, I'm just this quiet guy sitting behind a table. <laughs> two weeks later, I'm bloopity bloopity. 
You have to, doing my, you have to be comfortable. Doing my, all right, it's great. And I, I don't know if I can do that. And there's like, oh, what's the heck? What You were not like this two weeks ago. What are you smoking, my friend? Yeah. You know, and that's you just come the way out I, of your shell. Yeah, it's just the way I am, brother. That's just the way you roll. That's my that's, new thing. I like to say that. That's so I guess that's all we got. That's all we've got. All right. So until next week, I'm Steven. And I'm Karen. And I'm just another fanboy. And I got nothing to say. <laughs> Can I just say word, yo? If you really must. Word, yo. Bye-bye, Daddy. Bye-bye, Daddy. Good job.